Support for this podcast comes from Troy University, dedicated to teaching a new generation to lead change. Information on leadership opportunities available to students from day one is at troy.edu slash lead change. You ain't nothing but a From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. Three years before Elvis sang Hound Dog, Big Mama Thornton recorded it and became a trailblazer for female blues singers. She was inducted into the Blues Hall of Fame and the Alabama Music Hall of Fame. Gil Anthony, host of Blues Power Radio Show and a founder of the Wiregrass Blues Fest, joins us by Skype to preview the naming of Big Mama Thornton's Circle in her hometown of Areton on Saturday. Gil Anthony, thank you so much for joining us by Skype from the Alabama Wiregrass in Enterprise, Alabama. And I appreciate you having us on again. Once was not enough. You didn't learn your lesson, Carolyn. <laughs> Gil, you are host of Blues Power at WDIGradio.com. You stream all over the world with your five-hour radio programs centered on blues. And we are here today to acknowledge the contributions of Willie May, otherwise known as Big Mama Thornton, born in Ayrton, and her contribution to music. Tell us about her. I just love what she did, and I just want people to become more aware of, uh, you know, the foundation she laid. She was one of the trendsetters for women in not only blues, but also rock and roll, you know, with Hound Dog and Ball and Chain and a lot of other hits that she had that have lived through the years. You know, she recorded some of these songs like Hound Dog in 1953, and here we are, what, 70 years later? And she was just uh, shown in the Elvis movie. So her music continues to live and inspire other artists. She actually preceded him with this hit. How did that come about? She was uh, taken to Los Angeles to record for the great Johnny Otis. And Johnny had a couple of teenage songwriters, Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller, who were like 19 at the time. They went on to write big hits for the coasters like Yakety Yak. And they also wrote hits for uh, Elvis. But uh, they saw this lady perform. And Johnny Otis wanted them to write a song specifically for her. So they went to their hotel room and it took them 15 minutes to write Hound Dog for her. They presented it to her the next day in two takes. It was a record, and that was it. Yeah, I was reading about this. When you think about Elvis and getting millions, another account said she only got $500. That is quite a contrast. Well, let's get back to something that is happening this Saturday. What's it about? 
For years, I've been trying to get Big Mama recognition, Big Mama who passed away back in 1984. But uh, Big Mama's hometown, Ayrton, Alabama, which is just outside of Ozark, about 20-some miles from Dothan, uh, 20 miles from Enterprise, what I have been working on probably 20 plus years, trying to make people aware that she came from here and they should be proud of the musical heritage. We finally got it with the help of another lady, Deborah Alms, who did a lot of the footwork. Coming up this Saturday, we're going to have a street named after her, Big Mama Thornton Circle. So uh, that is really one of the things I've worked for and strived for. And Carol, you don't know how good that makes me feel. Finally, she's getting some recognition. This ceremony is going to be taking place in a church. Her father, George Thornton, was a Baptist minister. Her mother sang in the choir. And when she got sick, she took it upon herself to be her mother's caretaker. And she was actually young. I think her mother died when Big Mama Thornton was actually 14 years old. So she assumed this responsibility early on, and music was part of her own heritage. So where and when will the ceremony take place? What we're going to do at the uh, Baptist Church of Ayrton, which is right behind the uh, city hall, we're going to have a meet and greet at about 10 to 10.30, 11 o'clock. We'll have various politicians. The mayor will be there, who's also the minister of that church, David Walsh. One of the city councilmen, Ben Key, whose mother grew up uh, playing with Big Mama. In fact, Big Mama lived with Lenora Key's family. So uh, the mayor from surrounding cities and a couple of congressmen and people who uh, probably were still influenced by her music. They're going to have some opening remarks. Then we're going to actually go out to the uh, street. I think we've got four signs that we're going to be hanging up, and that's going to be in honor of her. And that's going to take place probably around 11 o'clock. And then also in conjunction with that, we have uh, J.W. Warren Alley. J.W. was also from Ayrton. He played you know, music with her. He was bigger in Europe than he was in the States. He was a very traditional country blues singer. And we're going to name a a street after him, and we're going to hang that sign also. So that'll all be happening coming up this Saturday at the uh, Baptist Church. We have the meet and greet. Then we're going to walk over about a block or drive over, and we're going to hang the sign. So I look forward to it. I'm really excited about it. I really am. You know, Gil, not only was she instrumental in bringing this type of music actually to the world, but Atlanta played a big part in her life when Sammy Green discovered her. She sang some seven years in his Georgia-based Hot Harlem Review. She was billed as the new Bessie Smith. That was a sort of a tent show that traveled the whole southeast and even traveled down here in Dothan. And a lot of times they would spend the winters down in the south and then travel up north. But, you know, Big Mama not only sang, but it was like a variety show. You had comics, you had uh, clowns, you had whatever. And Big Mama did a lot of this. She sang and played drums and played the harmonica. She really got the basics of entertaining with the uh, Hot Harlem Review. And then she went on to Houston, Texas, went to Los Angeles, where she recorded the Hound Dog, then up to New York in the Apollo Club. The audience wouldn't let her off the stage. She was just so entertaining. Gil, I noticed that the year before her death in 1983, she performed at the Newport Jazz Festival. 
But she died of a heart attack in 1984 at age 57. And the song that we're going to be sharing going out of this program is considered the signature song of Janis Joplin, and Big Mama Thornton wrote this song. Can you give us an idea of how that came about? You know, Big Mama wrote a lot of the songs, and this just happened to be one of these uh, signature songs that you have Janis Joplin who recorded and had a million seller from it. And that song is still being recorded today by contemporary artists. Ball and Chain is what we're talking about. And that's another one of those songs where she got very little recognition. She was in a club one time or somewhere where Janis Joplin recognized her as being the person that wrote it. So where can your listeners find out a little bit more about this occasion coming up on Saturday? I know they can find out more about Big Mama Thornton's life in the Encyclopedia of Alabama, but get us up to date on a couple of good websites for the occasion Saturday. Okay, they can go to my Facebook page and events page, Gil Anthony, or they can go to the Blues Power Facebook page or the Wiregrass Blues Society. Well, here she is, ball and chain, and thank you, Gil Anthony, for the preview. Thank you. Joining us by Skype was Gil Anthony, host of Blues Power Radio Show and a founder of the Wiregrass Blues Fest. The public is invited to the ceremony Saturday morning, naming Big Mama Thornton's Circle in her hometown of Ariton, Alabama. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is now a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio. Support for Troy Public Radio comes from Sunshine Behavioral Medicine, providing specialized psychiatric treatments of bipolar disorders and PTSD. More information at sunshine2000.com.